Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment, bedsheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bedsheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. It is Will. And it's Griff. And in today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about the NFL. We got our locks of the week, um, some MLB, and some NBA. Sixty-seven. Let's do it. With six forty-five remaining, Tatum drives down. Finishes it. All right, so uh, we're going to start things off. Um, we'll go over our locks of the week from last week. I absolutely destroyed Pat's minus seven over the Jets. I actually think yeah, I I, called it to the T that they just, like, destroy the Jets for no reason, and they won 54 to 13. Yeah, um, I think it was pretty obvious. They're one in five, and this is this is a typical Bill Belichick game where it's like, as I say every week, he either plays up to his competition or down to his competition, so it's always a close game. But I forgot to mention that doesn't apply when you're playing the New York Jets. Yeah, um, it's just the last like automatically destroy the New York Jets. I want to say the last time that the Jets beat them, it was in 2015. We weren't in high school yet. Yeah, no. What about so? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was 2015, and it was a playoff game. And since then, I was gonna um, say it wasn't the playoff game because that was the yeah. last time they wore red. And since then, bro, let me see. 
Let me see if I can get this. Get an answer from it. Jet, Jets beat oh, Jets beat Patriots in overtime. Geno Smith, Geno. Oh, that was twenty thirteen. That definitely wasn't the last time. That definitely wasn't the last time. There had to have been a. Oh, this one. Yeah, yeah. You see this one, Will? Yeah. Doesn't it just not tell me? I hate when they do this. Like, just tell me. Just give me the. Why do they write like a whole like essay about when the last time the Jets beat? Like, dude, this <laughs> isn't a blog post that we're looking at. This we are not looking at a blog post. We are looking at Moby Dick. All right, but I guess we're just gonna have to believe me that it was 2015 and it was that playoff game. I know it was a playoff game for sure. But yeah, they beat them 54 to 13. Um, Zach Wilson came out. He's gonna be out for a few weeks. I heard. Yeah, that is true. He is going to be on, for on the Jets side of the, the Jets side of the things. Mac um, Jones looked really good. Yeah, no oh, surprise yeah. there. I feel like Mac Jones has the opportunities, and he even came out right. Says Brian Hoyer got a little couple reps in. Yeah, um, Kendrick, Kendrick Bourne one for one, one for one with a one fifty eight point three pass rating, which is perfect. Um, yeah. Zach Wilson though six for ten. 51 yards. I think that's the best game he's had. <laughs> I'm being serious. I'm being serious. I think that is the best game that uh, Zach Wilson has had. Mac Jones, on the other hand, 24 for 36, 307 yards, two TDs, um, a little QBR of 68, pass rating of 111.7. I mean, the kid, he, he has his moments, and I feel like sometimes he just doesn't like get the freedom to really perform, but in this game he did, and he took advantage of that opportunity. He, he even went on he went on the ground a little bit. He did. Three rushes no, did. for 19 they yards? Okay. They pretty, they, he's they moving. Well, obviously, they did good. They won fucking 54 to 13. Well, like, in general, yeah. like, he's he's been doing really good. Yeah, no, he's – so shouts to him, shouts to the Pats, your lock hit. Um, moving on to my lock, um, my lock didn't hit. I had the Ravens minus six and a half over the Bengals, which I actually thought was like a mortal lock. And boy, was I wrong because the Ravens, not only did they not hit, they lost like the game. And not only did they lose the game, they lost by like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> they lost 41 to 17. <laughs> the Bengals. Joe Burrow put on an absolute show, Jamar throwing for 416 yards. Jamar Chase had over 200 yards. Um, Jamar Chase is on pace to have – oh, wait. I think it was 1,800 yards this season. Wow. He's bugging. And that's why I wanted to apologize to the Bengals front office. I was on the board of them drafting a – um. Drafting an offensive lineman, and I just want to say that I was wrong. I was wrong. To be fair, that was the more logical decision, in my opinion. Yes. Like, prior to, like, right now. But also... That was the safe pick. That was the safe pick. That, yes, that was the safe pick. Well, we did not discredit Jamar Chase, so we were like... We, oh, we, we, we've been knowing that Jamar Chase is a dog. And whatever team he was on, he was going to perform on. But, like, I honestly, to be honest, I did not know that Jamar Chase was going to, like, 
bug out this much. Because, like, yeah. T. H- T. Higgins had a great rookie season last year. I, like, don't even – he's doing good, dude, but, like, nobody cares about him. No. And he's sick, too. T. Higgins is sick. But, like, Jamar Chase is just so much cool. He only had eight receptions, and he had 201 yards off of eight receptions. He had an 82-yard like, like, T. Catch. Higgins had a good game, too. T. Higgins, seven receptions for 62 yards. That's very good. And C.J. Uzuma, who's their um, tight end. Mm-hmm. He had two TDs. I mean, they they just got it going. They had two rushing TDs. They had three passing TDs. Joe Burrow only threw one pick. I mean, just a be- beautiful day. to Beautiful year to be a Bengals fan. This is the greatest start that the Bengals have had, I think, in me and Will's lifetime. I don't know if, like, the 2009 Carson Palmer days, I don't know how they did then, but I don't think they went 5-2 and two for the first seven games when Carson Palmer was their quarterback. Yeah, I don't think so. Also, I was going to say, because I know you said that um, Jamar's on pace for, what was it, 1,800 yards? 1,800 yards. Like, if he, he just has to spaz, like, one more game, he could actually be on pace for 2,000. Yeah, which would be – a bug, an absolute yeah. bug. I don't know. Jettas get last year. Like, I think like fourteen hundred. Yeah, I wanted to say like it wasn't. It was still really good. And, I mean, that's like amazing. Yeah, fourteen. I mean, a thousand yard season is amazing. The most that's ever been done is one thousand nine hundred and forty six by Calvin Johnson in twenty twelve. Like he could realistically beat that. Yeah, especially with a 17-game season now. Yeah. That – that a lot of records – I think I already mentioned it. A lot of records are going to be broken within the next few years just because that extra game. Um, And I'm full on board of adding another week already. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm ready to add 18 weeks. Because, like, right now we're, like, approaching about halfway. You know what I mean? But it doesn't feel like it. You know what I mean? That extra week, I mean, I'm not, like, worried that I'm not going to be able to watch football, like regular season red zone football. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, rattled yet. I'm not, like – I haven't thought about not watching seven hours of commercial-free football like, on a weekend. Like, you could, like, you could even, like, because of this extra week, you could even take the chance of, like, missing a little bit of it and catching red zone late, and you're not even like, damn, I'm going to miss out big. I, like, you know what? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch red zone last week. I worked instead. I watched, like, half of it. I watched for the 4 o'clock. The, the Chargers weren't playing, and the Seahawks weren't playing, so I took advantage of that. Yeah. But that's probably going to be the only red zone that I do miss. Yeah, but um, like, it's not like it's not like a concerning thing though, because you're just like, oh, okay, we still have an extra week. You know what I mean? Like, I have, yeah, an extra, extra yeah, yeah. But I'm on another reason why I'm on board for 18 weeks. Will is that 17 weeks is so uneven? Yeah, it's so weird. It just like 18 weeks. Week nine is the halfway point, but now it's week eight and a half. So it's like I don't like on a Wednesday. On Wednesday of week eight, is it week eight? So this week will be halfway through. Tomorrow is halfway through because we're recording this on a Tuesday. Technically, I guess now, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Tomorrow is the halfway point of the NFL season. So I guess that, yeah, I now guess. it's hitting me. Now I'm sad. There we go. But, yeah, um, I so. I a couple weeks. 
So my lock didn't hit. Let's just get that one out of the way. But <clears throat> as we said, me and Will both have Chargers minus five and a half. It was our mortal lock. But we the, found the two communal, games that literally lock. have no chance of losing. So we have two locks this week. And Will brought up a good point. We missed um we missed our third week. Yep. So that is that is a reason why we're doing two this week to kind of make up one. So Chargers minus five and a half for both of us. Yeah, and our records. Chargers minus five and a half for both of us. And Will, I'm sharing my screen during this podcast recording. Will's gonna watch me go into my bookie website. And Oh, don't change password. No, I pressed the wrong button. Oh, let's hope that didn't change anything. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be betting our locks this week because that's how confident I am. So, well, you can you can start with yours. Um, so I have the Dallas Cowboys. I believe they're minus two and a half. Yes, they're minus two and a half on Sunday Night Football. America's team on Sunday night football minus two and a half over the Vikings. Like that's like a joke. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that is an absolute walk. I think there's like, no like chance. Why aren't they like minus 10? Like that's the real question. Like what yeah, realistically are the Vikings going to do? Like I'm pretty sure Sunday night football, like they like, like they start saying the song, and I'm pretty sure you literally only see Cowboys players during that. Waiting like all the day like, for Sunday night. Yeah, and then like the last like 20 seconds, you actually see the matchup, and you're just like, oh wait, the Cowboys aren't playing. It's yeah, yeah, it's... playing. But, but this yeah, time they are playing. Like yeah, this time they actually are playing, so they don't even need to like waste time showing the other team. It's literally going to be just Cowboys. But also, it's impossible for them to not hit that lock. Like, they're just not losing that game. Like, there's no way they lose. Like, they're red hot right now. My lock um, is similar to Will's, other than the Sunday night. I have Titans minus one over the Colts. Now, the Colts beat beat the uh, 49ers, but the Titans aren't the 49ers. And the Titans are also red hot. They're 5-2. and And they started the season off a little slow, but Derrick Henry – he had under 100 rushing yards last week, and they still carried through and beat um, – who did they even beat? They won. That's all I know. It's probably something that I should know, but they beat a team. Oh, they beat the Chiefs. They they beat the Chiefs 27-3. to Yes. How, how are you going to beat the Chiefs 27-3 to and then be a one-point favorite over the Colts? Like, that that doesn't make sense. Like, at this point, like – as backwards as it is, but like, do you just bet against the Chiefs every single week? Like, I'm pretty sure you might be fine. I've been betting against their spread every week. Like, I had, I had the like Titans plus like four not, last they're week. They're not good. You know, it adds up because right, they made the Super Bowl back to back years and never had a fallout. But like, it they didn't have their fallout. But this is their fallout. Yeah. If they get into the playoffs, though, it's gonna be dangerous. Like, it doesn't matter, dude. Like, it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He can figure it out. Like, think about it. They play the Giants next week, and I actually hear a lot of people saying that the Giants are going to win that game. And then they're going to lose to the Packers. They're going to beat the Raiders. They're going to lose to the Cowboys, beat the Broncos, beat the Raiders, lose to the Chargers, obviously, 
But then they're going to beat the Steelers. The Bengals are going to fall off. They're going to beat them. They're going to beat the Broncos and make the postseason. They're wild card because obviously the Chargers are going to um, win the division. Yeah, as of right now, the Raiders are actually. In, as of like as of right now, though, right they're now, yeah, they're absolute now. frauds, and the Chargers are top three teams in the NFL. <laughs> I'd say, yeah, pretty much. Um. So yeah, those are our locks of the weeks. Uh, I'm gonna talk about the Seahawks for a quick second before we move on because we haven't like mentioned them at all. Um. So the Seahawks lost thirteen to ten last night, being Monday night. Um. And Geno Smith still still uh, filling into his shoes, I guess you could say. DK had an okay day. Um, Alvin Kamara just absolutely bugged on us. Just absolutely spaz on us. He led that team in rushing and in receiving. Um, if they let him throw the ball, he'd lead that team in passing too. But 13 to 10, a little barn burner. I do like how... The Seahawks did not let up a single score in the third quarter. I feel like that doesn't happen very often with us. So big ups to the guys for that one. And I had Seahawks plus six as well. So they covered the spread. So that's a betting win, but it's not it's not a real win. So we're two and five. And I want to say this is the first time we've been this far under 500 in the Russell Wilson in the Russell Wilson era. Yeah, I want to say I, I want to say the same thing. Now you may be asking, Will, how does it feel? And the answer to that, the only answer I can give, Will, is I literally could not tell you because I've never felt this way before. I feel like numb. Yep. I feel like nothing is happening. Like, I feel like, especially with no Russ there, because we're not two and five without Russ. No. 100%. I mean, we're not two and five with Russ. That's what I'm at. Yes, no, I know. I know. Yeah. And, like, I mean, there's really not much you, like, can do realistically here. I mean, if anything, like, if Russ is upset, this is just proving his worth even more. Yeah. But he's Which not upset. Like, we're good. He's not upset. You're good. You know, like he was earlier. You know what I mean? But like, like in general, though, like, you know, like if he had a reason to be upset, like he can literally just go upon the time that he missed, like the first time he's ever missed six games. Never mind that missed a game in his career. And he's just like, yeah, you guys were awful. Yeah. Like you guys, you guys sucked. You guys need me, which we do. Like it's obvious that we do. Our defense honestly didn't look terrible last night. Like Alvin Kamara ran all over us, but, um, I saw a couple good pressures by Jamal, Bobby Wagner, as always. Bobby Wagner, I just want to say, that man gets absolutely no love just because the defense is bad. Doesn't mean that he's bad. Bobby Wagner is the best linebacker on the planet. The only reason why people don't realize is because our defense is, like, ranked so low, but he can't do literally everything. Bobby Wagner, yeah. like, some plays, some, I mean, some drives, Bobby, Bobby Wagner – makes the tackle on every single play. Like, he is everywhere, and the man doesn't get tired, bro. He's literally disgusting. He is nasty. We we take on the Jags next week, and if, if we lose that game, it's going to be really bad. It's going to be a rough scene. If I'm gonna be it's it's going to be a lot of emotions will be flowing on the podcast. But I don't even know, dude. I don't even know when Russ is coming back because I've heard it might be earlier, but I've heard that it's not. 
And I don't even know who to believe, what to believe. I don't know what's happening. I just want him to be back, and I miss him. That's literally, like, all I can say. Like, I genuinely miss Russell Wilson. I don't know where he is. He was at the Seattle cracking game the other night, and I literally res- I literally commented on his Instagram post, just, I miss you. That's all I said, because I do. Like, I just really miss him. Yeah, no, I totally get it. It's, like, it's a rough scene. I'm not going to lie. It is a rough scene. He's never been hurt, ever. When is he going to be back, dude? A ruptured tendon in his middle finger. However, the 32, he's 32 already. Jeez. See, nothing, when when your player gets hurt for the first time and it's been like, he's been in the league for a while, you never know how old he is. So you never really care because he's like bugging. He's never been hurt. But now he's hurt, dude. I'm realizing that he's 32 years old. That's scary. He's That's a scary number to see. Week 10, week 10, week 10. What week is it? It's going to be eight. Oh my gosh, two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. All right, I can, all right. I can live with that. I can live with that. I can live with that. So, yeah. Like you pretty much this week is a must win week in order to bounce back. Look at those. Look at those stats, dude. Through, through, what was that? Five games? Yeah. Through it was 11, a good stats. He only had one pick. 100 yards, one pick, 10 TDs. Not a great QBR, though. It's not awful. Yeah. So, I mean, I just need him to be back. I'll be happy when he comes back. That's all I have to say about the Seahawks. But we can move on to another team that is also not winning games anymore because their season is over. Yep, the, the Red Sox. Um, you know what? You know what? It. I'm not going to lie. It was very disappointing. In fact, I wasn't even mad. I was sad. I was... I wasn't even upset. Like I wasn't mad and I wasn't upset. I wasn't upset like the like that we lost. I was just ups- I was just sad that it just that it, the way that it ended and how it all just like how we just like just literally crumbled in front of our faces and it was just not fun to watch. Um right. but the thing is we define all odds and for some reason it I like I'm I'm in a decent place with the team at the moment. Like we weren't supposed to be there. No, not at all. We weren't even supposed to be close to that. We weren't supposed to be 92 and 70 this year. Remember? Remember literally our freshman year of college. Like this dates back to the beginning of the MLB season when I was recording in the low recording studio and we were going through the power rankings, the preseason power rankings. And we were like, we were like with the Orioles. Yeah, we were like competing we're like 17 and and, and the fact to even say that right now is a disgrace and i'd like my money back yeah dude we are 17 i believe we we were we were were part of the top four projected 19th in the league which we were like that we were like oh that might be a little high but like at the same but then remember we were like don't sleep on the socks this year yeah yeah no i was on i was on the whole whole wagon of the socks are going to make a little run this year and yeah. you guys just don't realize it yet. I feel like all the Red Sox fans knew it. And and this was, like, the first time ever where, like, a group of fans for a team was, like, ha- everybody had low expectations except for the fans, and it was every fan. Every fan knew we were going to do more than what everybody else thought. Like, I mean, not everybody thought we were going to go to the ALCS. 
But, but the thing is, what made it so awesome was that we knew what we could do. And then when we didn't do good, our expectations were so highly set that we just performed better as a team. Like it was right. just known that we were so much better than what was expected of us, which made it better. Yeah, like when we went into when we went into All Star break with four All Stars and the best record in the MLB, we were like, "Damn!" But and then we started we started losing rapidly, and the Yankees swept us. Once that Yankee series happened, and they swept us, I was like, "Shit!" That but like that didn't sit well. That did not sit well at all. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. But I want to. I want to say I picked up some very good moments, some very good Red Sox moments this year as a fan. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, I've come. I've come. Like it's just. It's been great. I've come. I've come to realize that I need to appreciate these things more. And this this year's Red Sox really helped me realize it. We went to a good amount of games. Will, um, you know, I think that's what made it even more sad. We were, I was like very, very, very invested into the Red Sox this year. I was. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that like I'm not a fan every year. I'm just saying like it's 162 seasons. Sometimes I don't watch every single game, but like this year I watched a casual watch with a good knowledge of what's happening. This year it was more than just a casual watch with a good knowledge. It was like a very like noticeable amount of watching of baseball. Like, like knowing watching literally everyone on the roster, watching four or five, six times a week and, and really like putting your heart into every game that you watch for the regular season. And like when backups came in, you knew the backups, you knew how they were batting, you knew how they were playing, you know, how everybody was playing. But like it, it even came down to the point when we would go to games, dude, we see someone warming up and it would be a no name and we'd be like, fuck. Because like we knew exactly how this guy pitches was. in this yeah. certain situation, in in, in the certain inning, in, with the certain score, we knew exactly what was gonna happen. Like that's how invested we were. We were like, like Red Sox. So- we were borderline Red Sox super fans this year. Ba- basically, I was like, you know, you're like watching baseball and you're being a good fan of your team if you know more than like four people in the bullpen. Yeah, like we knew the whole bullpen. Like if you don't have stars in the bullpen and you don't like and you only know like two, like okay, like that makes sense. Cuz like, like you're you ta- probably like like you probably only see a couple of them cuz it's the regular season. Right. Like you're probably seeing a good rotation of just a few guys like if you're watching casually like we normally do. Yeah. But like but if you're a team that has like two or three stars in the bullpen and you only know and you don't know the rest like that, like you, you need to know the boys, like pretty much you got to represent. Like you need to know Hirokazu Sawamura. Like if you don't know who that is, like are you even watching? And Tanner Houck, Tanner Houck's literally like my favorite player on the team. I love Tanner Houck. Tanner Houck's going to start next year. He's going to be in our starting rotation, I guarantee it. Which is awesome, and you know what? You know what even made me happy that Travis Shaw was happy. He was like, "Thanks for bringing me back for this run." And I was Hell like, yeah! You know 
the mayor. Hopefully we bring you back again. I hope we do too, just like anywhere. Even if it's for the Woo Sox, I'll go to the Woo Sox games. We went I to a lot of Woo Sox games. I, well, I mean, yeah. I, I, well, you did. You worked there. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think also made that more like into the Red Sox because I could see who was going. Because we were like there. Yeah. Like yeah. we are from the Worcester area. So like having our triple A team be literally like a 20 minute drive yeah. from our houses. Like you can just go to, you can go to a game for like nine bucks and you can see like the young guys, like we were watching Jaron Duran um, before he got bumped up. And then there's, there's, there's names that like might get moved up next year or the year after that, that we know, you know, like Jeter Downs. Yeah. And then, um, I like Josh Ockamy. Like we, we know farm league guys. I've never known farm league guys. I've actually never known farm league. Guys. Never like, known farm league guys. Like I've known like the number one prospect, but like that's like it. But that's like in MLB. Like people talk about the number one prospect. Yeah. On a daily basis, like it's like, like it's it's a household name, pretty much. Yeah, like right now, Adley Rutschman. Before that, Wander Franco, Carlos. Remember Carlos yeah. Correa? Before he got bumped yeah. up, he was like the fucking. He was supposed to be God, which he kind of is. I'll give him that. I like Carlos Correa. And I wanted to say this, too. Congrats to the Astros. Um, But I want to say this. A lot of people hate the Astros, right? I have never hated the Astros. Like, I've said fuck the Astros as, like, jokes and shit. I've never – for some reason, I just don't hate them. Like, I, I don't like Altuve, but I do like Correa a lot. And I like Bregman a lot. And they have some they have some cool cool guys on that team. I think they deserved it. They're a good ass team the whole Jordan year. Alvarez, like that's a major respect. You know what I mean? Like Jordan Alvarez is disgusting, yeah. and like we already know that. And like same thing with like Kyle Tucker, like the young guys. You know what I mean? Like the guys that like haven't been there in the past, which like changing the scene. I, I like Kyle like, Tucker. Was, like that's like respect. Like I don't like I don't mind that. But, and I also like I like that dude uh, Siri. He's like a rookie that got rookie. bumped up. Yeah. And, and had to like literally got bumped up during the ALCS, and, and came yeah. through. He's not he's not playing in game one because McCormick's back. But yeah, big props um, to him. Like they 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 just had an all around effort, especially losing their um ace and, and going through. I mean Valdez pitched two or pitched a gem the the night that we went. It, it was tough, but that that brings me to Will. Who's winning this series? Who's winning the World Series here? So I was just gonna say, Game One is tonight: Braves Astros. And I'm not just saying this because the Astros beat our beloved Red Sox, and I mean it. The Braves are so much better. Yeah. Like realistically, like it, like if like we went to what six with the Astros and we it should have been over in four <laughs> right like all eight, like it could have easily been over in four for us like we could have won in like we could have swept them like and the Braves are so much better than we are yeah like I, like I imagine if they had a Cunha bro like, that's what I'm saying and then the other thing is like Freddie Freeman's playing out of Ready, out yeah. of his mind. I am very like, I'm very happy. These are actually two teams. Yeah, Everybody hates the Astros except for me. Two teams that I like. Like I genuinely like yeah, these two teams. The 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 Braves defense is playing airtight. Like you literally can't get anything by their infield if it's on the if it's on the ground. Like nothing's getting by them. 
Yeah. Well, like and, I honestly um, think the Braves are gonna the Braves are gonna win. And then the, the other thing too, I their pitching is just better. Yeah, the, the Braves pitching. Yeah, like yeah, they're they're gonna be able to keep up with them better than what we did. Yeah, no, I agree with that a lot. I think not only is the Braves pitching better than ours, but it's like a lot better than the Astros. I feel like we wore the Astros down way too much. Like I get yeah. they have a huge momentum here, but like at the same time, like I feel like at, like we wore down their pitching, and the Braves are hot on the bats too. So it's going to be a good series. I think Braves in six. You got Braves in six. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go. Oh shit! I liked Braves in six too, but I wanted to have something different. I'm gonna go Braves in five. And the reason I'm going to do that is I love the Astros. I think they're going to put up a fight. I think there's going to be one or two games that falls out of their hands. But other than that, they're going to play them very close. I think they play them very close tonight. I think the Braves take game one. And I think um, I think Martin's going to pitch a gem tonight for them. And Valdez is going to pitch a gem for the Astros. The, the big thing is whose who's starter is going to come out first? If the, if the Braves starter comes out first, if Martin comes out first, the Astros have a chance. If Valdez has to come out first, then the then the Astros are fucked. And, and I'm like like realistically, the Astros are normally screwed if their starter has to come out. Like we can survive a couple times, and they can survive a couple times. Like we were very well matched against the Astros, in my opinion. I want to say, dude. Um, going back to the Sox Astros, Tanner Houck. I'm gonna say, it. I'm gonna say, it. I'm gonna say, it. Tanner Houck was the best relief pitcher in that series. Him and him and when Pavetta came in too, and when Pavetta came in, Pavetta I just feel like Houck didn't get enough opportunities because they were waiting for the right time to use him. They were kind of saving him for a day where like our starter couldn't go a long way. Yeah, and like we knew that wasn't gonna happen with who we yeah. were going up. Yeah, and like, everybody everybody was pitching pretty good. So I feel like we should have used them in a couple of games where it fell apart too early. And yeah. the, the the days where we put in Martin Perez for an inning and then put in um what's his name? Brazier for an inning. Brazier did all right, bro, but yeah, like those are three innings that you could have saved with Tanner Houck. Where Tanner Houck was going to come pitch lights out with energy, I think that he would have done wonders for us. But now, now we're out of that. So I'm going to take Braves in five. This is Freddie Freeman's moment, his first, his first World Series, um, well deserved as well. That man is so good at baseball, and I'm very glad. I love. Did I say Freddie Freeman? I believe so. Okay, all right, that's what I meant. <laughs> I like for in my head for some reason I was thinking of Devonta Freeman, but yeah, no, Freddie Freeman. Um, he deserves this. This is Freddie Freeman's moment. And next year when they come back with Acuna in that NL East, I hope and I pray that they are full strength for the whole season because they will do some serious damage with Acuna in center field. And, and the Braves are so fun to watch. They're they so have, fun to watch. They'll have, moves. they'll have they'll have plenty plenty of moves for for next year, and also they got to do it for Hank. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a big year to do it. So big year to do it. So yeah, that's our little World Series rundown. We'll be covering 
dude, it might it might be over by the next time we release a podcast. But if not, be, yeah. no matter what, the next episode we'll be talking about some sort of news that's come out of that. Um, moving on, we got our we got our NBA season and into the swing of it, an early NBA season. Um, we'll go straight to the Celtics if you're cool with that, Will. Um, the Celtics started off 0-2, and I remember I was home over the weekend, and my mom was asking me how it was going, like at school and stuff, and my answer was not good because um, the Seahawks are losing, the Red Sox are out of the playoffs, and at the time the Celtics were 0-2, and I told her that the Celtics might never win ever. Uh, since then, they haven't lost a game. They're 2-0. and um, So we're doing pretty good. We take on the Wizards on Wednesday. I'm going to call that a dub. So we're 3-2 and two right now. Um, Jason Tatum had a 41-point night against the Hornets. That was a great game to watch. I watched the first half of that before the Seahawks had came on. Um, was that in the Hornets game? Yep. So that's awesome. I mean, combining for 70-odd 70, 70 points, that's awesome yeah, to see from that big two. I'm pretty sure Lamelo and um, Bridges combined for 50. I wanted to say it, dude. I wanted to say Lamelo is sick. I love Lamelo Ball. In House of House of Highlights, like always posting Lamelo stuff. Like I don't care because he's sick. So yeah, Jalen Brown had 30. Tatum had 41. Well, you can see here Dennis Schroeder had 23 starting yeah. tonight. Um, Robert Williams, who I think can actually average a double double this year had 12 and 16. I love we've saying we've been saying that since last year. Yeah. I love that. He, uh, he had a chance, like he's given a chance this year. Um, Pritchard off the bench had three Jabari. I forgot to mention Jabari Parker had 11 points in the oh, first you know, half. Actually who's back in the week. Jabari Parker. <laughs> Jabari Parker. Cause he, Dude, cause he I, left for a couple days. He left for a couple days. Yeah. I, I forgot <laughs> who's to end him back. I forgot it was to end the first quarter and the second quarter, but Jabari Barker got the ball, dude. I sewed some dude up and stepped back and hit a three, and I was like, "What?" Like, I'm ne- yeah, I, I was so confused because he, like, when I went to the preseason game, he did it too, and he like dunked on someone. I was like, "Wait, what?" Jabari Parker yeah. doing this? And I mean, he was a number two pick because, like, the week, like, the week the season started, we we dropped him because we needed to rearrange um contract, and I was yeah. like, "Did we just drop him for no reason?" And then like the Celtics like. Post was like, don't worry, guys. He's coming back. We just had to rearrange his contract. Yeah, yeah. He he took a little less money, which is awesome. Jabari Park is going to be a big piece for us off the bench. Grant Williams, dude, I'll say it. He's played pretty good through the first four games of the season. I hate him still. I don't like him. Juan Hernan Gomez only got four minutes, That's but I like Juan Hernan. I, I like Juan Hernan Gomez. Pritchard, as I said, at three points. Josh Richardson. Didn't really fill up the stat sheet too much, but what he does on defense is actually very good. He's a very good defensive bomb. He can get it going on offense, too. He's not yeah, like- he, he's got a nice stroke, and he's a good slasher. I really do like our addition of Josh Richardson. Um, we didn't see Bruno Fernando, Aaron Neesmith, or Ines Cantor play last night. Ines Cantor's going through a lot of political things. I don't know if that's the reason why he's not playing or just or w- what it is, but he hasn't played, he hasn't played the past few games. Um I don't know if you've seen the stuff with Ines Cantor. Have you any of it? Yeah, I, I always see it. I follow on Instagram, so I see it all the time. He like he's just straight up out with it. Like he posted yeah, on social media. He was yeah. like, "Did you hear? Did you see the video of him talking?" He he released a video on the Instagram, um, like literally adding directly adding the Nike CEO. 
Oh, I didn't even see that. And he was, he was like, he was like, um, I forget what, what their name is. Um, he was like, I would love the opportunity to go, go to like China with you and see all the, all the kids working in, in those sweatshops, making your shoes and your gear. And I'd like to personally invite LeBron and Michael Jordan too. I really want to put an end to all this and all that stuff. Um, he is very, very in vocal, which is a good thing. We, we need players like that in the league yeah. and Le- LeBron's thing when it comes, obviously we don't like to talk about politics in here, but LeBron's thing when it comes to politics is he'll be out about it unless he's going to do, he's going to say and do the things that are going to make him more money, which is smart financially. But Ines Cantor does not care about his money. He's like trying to make a change, all that. So um, like the, the thing is like, he he's one of those players where like, he's still getting paid a ton of money to play basketball and he's very good. And like, he's just like, he's just good with his money. And he like, he can say what he wants to say because he's still good. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, like obviously it doesn't justify anything to say anything if you're not good and you say something like you shouldn't get attacked for it obviously but like he's it's not it's not like coming from like an owner's or coach's perspective it's not impaling the way he plays on on the court is what they're looking for right yeah and i i, I like an s canter i was happy that we got him back hopefully we're gonna see him a decent amount throughout the season i don't mm-hmm. think he's played in the regular season yet but let me double check that uh, okay, he got in a little bit. He, he's been in a little bit. Um, he played in one game. Misses offensive rebounding last year, big time. So like, yeah, that that's what I was saying. This he's year, great like, offense rebounder. It, it'll be great if we can get him active if we get into the playoffs. Like, obviously throughout the year, good, but like especially for the playoffs. Yeah, no, he'll he'll be very good on the rebounding side of the ball. He, he also does good with his putbacks. He. He's not great with spacing the floor, but he's just a great presence down low, which is what we need off the bench. Perfect to match up with um, Al Horford and Rob Williams. Did Al Horford – has Al Horford played yet? Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's played two games. Two games for us. He didn't play in the game against the Hornets, and he didn't play in the game against the Knicks. Oh, because of COVID, right? He didn't play against the Knicks because of COVID. yeah. And then I wonder why he didn't play yesterday. Oh, his hip. Mm-hmm. But I believe he is – he's day-to-day right now, listed day-to-day. But, I mean, averaging 14 and, and 10 and a half, that was another guy that I saw when we got him back. Obviously, he made, he's making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But that that's a good leader. And he's going to help Robert Williams because um, Robert Williams obviously doesn't have a three ball like Al Horford. He can't space it out as well as Al Horford. But he does kind of have a little – if you notice Robert Williams, he does kind of have a little jumper to him. I feel like yeah. Al Horford is going to help out Robert Williams a lot because Robert Williams is not the tallest. I want to say he's 6'9", 6'10". I can't see it here. I don't know. Let me know if you see it. He's 6'9". Yeah, he's 6'9". He's not the tallest, but he looks tall because he can jump high, right? And with, with being not the tallest – Al Horford, also not the tallest, but he's been getting it done in the NBA for a while now. That is like a big leader that's going to help Robert Williams really take the next few steps. So I'm glad that we got him back because he can also perform for us on certain nights. We'll see Al Horford Al Horford get a couple points, get a couple of rebounds for us, stretch the ball out a little bit. I really like the addition of him. Um, this isn't like last year. I'm actually really not worried about like our big man situation as much as I have been in 
the past few years. Like, I feel like we did a little bit better with it this year than we have in the past few years. I think we're just handling the rotations much more efficiently. And, and, and that comes, that comes with our new coach. Yeah. I've, I, we you can see a little bit of a difference already and which is great. And I think we're, we're heading in, in the right direction. I feel like. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. I'm not saying that this roster is a championship roster, but we are taking the next steps towards it. It can what, be if you make it a championship roster. That's the thing. It totally right. can be. It's just whether or not it's just how we play. It's the same thing with yeah. like the Red Sox and stuff like that. Like all, all of our teams, like I mean, obviously I think besides the Bruins, I think the Bruins have always had a competing roster. The Bruins are a championship roster, yeah. Yeah, like it's known. Um, yeah, I mean we're get we're getting good numbers from Tatum, we're getting good numbers from Brown. Um Tatum had a bad had a rough first two nights, but since then he's been turning up. So I'm guessing Tatum's warmed up now. He's ready to go. Horford getting rebounds for us. Williams getting rebounds for us. Um, JB obviously doing very well, which I expected from him. Pritchard, I feel like needs to step it up a little bit. Um, but it, it's a little, a little sophomore slump, but I'm hoping it doesn't last him the whole year because he's going to be a key piece for us off the bench. Um, what I hate about him is that last year was his rookie year, but he's already 23, which, like, yeah. sucks. But that's also the reason that he fell to us was because of his age. He, he would have gone a lot earlier. I mean, think about it. We even got Neesmith before him. And I want to see, yeah. speaking of Neesmith, I want to see him step up. Um, and I feel like he's going to get a lot of opportunities this season. we got a long season ahead of us. Uh, they're going to give Pritchard his opportunities. They're going to give Neesmith his opportunities. We're going to get the young guys going. We're going to get our superstars going. And we're going to get our older veterans kind of teaching these guys. I really am excited for this year of the Celtics. Like, I'm really excited. So, I'm happy about that. Um, Optimistic at the moment. I wasn't. Is there? I was not last week, but like. Yeah, when we started a little quick slip up. Yeah, well, I mean, not even because of that. I think just basketball in general. We talked about that already, but we don't have to. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You got anything else? Yeah, I'm good, too. I just wanted to include one last thing, Willie, and that was our performance or his performance from our boy. Um, You can guess because I'm sharing my screen with Will this episode. Um, our boy Pat Connaughton, he's averaging 13 points a game, five rebounds a game, two assists a game. Absolute stud so far this year. Six man of the year, potentially. There was a night that he dropped 20. It was the first night of the year. He had 20 points, um, shooting 61%. He's shooting at a very high percentage. He's just an all-around baller coming off a little championship. Shout out. Shout out the boy Patty C. Um, but anyways... Thank you guys for joining us once again. Have a good weekend. Uh, Make sure you sit down for your seven hours of commercial free football this weekend. And peace. Pray for better days. Now it's 300K when my day ends. Do you remember last night? Cause I blacked out in an all white dress with a back out. Said be careful with a heart cause it's fragile. And thinking about a past make a lash out. See with me, it ain't no worries at all. Any problem, I'll be there in one call. If we locked in, you my dog. And you hang pictures on my wall Roll one, let's get high tonight Backseat made back, lavish life Chilling with the stars like a satellite AP on my arm and it's shining bright 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Looking for a particular truck part? Then look no further. The Rush Truck Center's All Makes Parts catalog features more than 16,000 of the most popular All Makes Parts from top suppliers in the industry and with quality brands you know and trust. And at 164 full-color pages, this is their biggest catalog yet. Our friends at Rush Truck Centers have great deals for you all year long. Check out their monthly parts and service specials in-store and online. And when you're ready to order, shop online with Parts Connect at RushTruckCenters.com. Expect more from Rush Truck Centers.